Hello, everybody. Since there are no Q songs in the Billy Joel catalog, Alan and I thought it would be a good idea to just do a live Zoom event, which was recorded on April 9th, 2022, with our friends we found along the way who are just as big Billy Joel fans as us. And that is the presentation we bring you today. We'll see you next week, starting with the R's. Hope you like. This is a Billy Joel A to Z special presentation. This is the letter Q. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Billy Joel, he wrote so many songs, some fast, some slow. Some go on too long All the hits and hidden gems Even the turds It ends at seat, not A With your friends Elon and Dave Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Let me just tell you right off that last night was amazing. Elon and I, well, I got really drunk. But Elon... Uh, <laughs> passed at the comedy cellar uh you know which is the greatest comedy club in the country he auditioned for the woman that books the place who's very difficult to impress (laughs) but i was there and he did a great job and he is now a member of the comedy cellar family congrats thank you so i'm I'm retiring from the podcast now i I don't do this anymore so (laughs) see you guys later what's gonna happen don't retire okay yeah i know we still have 400 more songs to do (laughs) I know. So this is our Q and anniversary. Uh, because well, although it sounds like QAnon, it's not. That's why like two people just left because they, they thought this was a QAnon meeting and now they're like, no. <laughs> not the same. But it's so it's really so nice. I mean, we really are uh lucky, like all of us did that we have I mean that everybody's so sweet and we made met all these nice people in doing this podcast. And our all of love of Billy Joel brings us together. I still can't stop looking at Alan. And uh, it, I just feel yeah. like really we're a big fan. Better. We're really big fans. <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Wait, is that Billy Joel or Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. It is, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. But sometimes Billy Joel definitely looks like Sylvester right. Stallone. <laughs> no wonder right. I like them both. <laughs> when Billy looks in the mirror, that's what he sees. He thinks right. he looks like that. And then wait, uh, that's a uh, Italian stallion. Al is is Alan, right? Yes. Did you, yes. Elon? Did you show that you're wearing the? I got nice. All right, so, oh. Al, so Al always makes these T-shirts for his whole crew whenever they go to a Billy Joel concert. And this is his current one, which which they're both wearing right now. So, <laughs> exactly. So he reached out and asked if, if Dave and I would like one. And I, t- I said, that's a great idea. And I said, let's not tell Dave. Let's make it a surprise. So he put song lyrics on every T-shirt for each person. And so for Dave, uh, which I still have, I haven't given it to Dave yet, but we, we did Modern Woman. <laughs> okay it's not it's not good for zoom you can't really see it so well no you can <laughs> and the one can, i'm wearing is uh, of home, course december song december song <laughs> that's great december song man yeah <laughs> december song <laughs> oh that is gonna be funny every Lyrics time there 
They just told me what you're in there for. Nice. How can I know you did not say it's not as funny as the modern woman one, but uh, it's not. It's only for the December song. And the back when it says that, that, you know, it's only for listeners of this podcast, basically, because no one else will understand even what it is. I, I doubt many of the people <laughs> at a concert know that song. Right. You could be wearing that to the concert. You're like, what Billy Joel song is that? I'm not familiar with it. Oh, right. uh, well, how much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> why don't you sit down and I'll tell you a little story about a show called Billy Joel A to Z. Uh, also, Paul Lauren is, I think, popping in today. I, I don't know. I think he's going to perform, but who knows? He's very busy. So that's kind of exciting. So I mentioned Chris Sarico, I guess, on the, uh, on the wrap up show. And then he told me that I got his name so wrong because so, I said Sarico. Well, I thought you were like Chris Jericho. Right. Got into your podcast really late, right around. I think it was Ackerman might have been on Seth Meyers or something like that. And I think it came up right around then or it came up. Did he mention us on Seth Meyers? <laughs> I don't know. But right around then, <laughs> I, doubt, uh, I don't convergence know. <laughs> of awesomeness. And I don't know. And I just that's how I got involved. Anyway, you're all famous in my eyes. So congrats <laughs> and keep up the good work. And uh, and yes, uh, Italian Stallion Al, I, I'm, I'm hoping you can step up when, uh, you know, Alon is too famous for all of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm in. Yeah, apparently, Elon uh, showed me that Billy Joe was playing last night at the Garden, a couple blocks from where we were, and he was showing me the set list. I guess it comes out as he performs. Yeah, someone's on there updating it constantly. And what did what did he? Oh, he opened with Stormfront last night. Yeah, very strange. Which we thought was really awkward, right? I mean, pretty cool, but it's it's like such a rare song to open with. I wonder what why he was in the mood for that. I actually. Guessed that it was the political climate and possibly the Ukraine thing, but I was just, I was thinking the same thing. I was trying to feel like why he would do that, but I hope Victor the Clown's okay. Uh, <laughs> why isn't he here right now? He listens to the podcast. Well, he's made it very clear he, he doesn't want to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, wait, I'll share, I'll share my screen for a second and we'll start with the, uh, the Prince Spaghetti Day commercial. Is everybody okay with that? Nice. <laughs> Anthony Martinetti lives in Boston, in the Italian North End, the home of the Prince Spaghetti Company. Anthony knows a lot about Prince because it's something that grows you. Most days, Anthony takes his time going home. But today is Wednesday. And in the North End of Boston, Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. Apparently. <laughs> well, that is a, a, a legend. That is the commercial that moving out is based on <laughs> that stupid commercial that I completely remember growing up because I think I used to run into the kitchen and make that pose against the wall that that kid makes <sighs> to my mom. <laughs> but of course she made spaghetti with ketchup, which was just so disgusting. No, you can't do that. That's like I when, know, when but... Henry Hill is in witness protection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's well, that's what it is. That's uh, my my mother so, was apparently witness protection of some sort. So yesterday, uh, Gr- I think it's Greg who's in here. Greg, is that you, Greg Jacks? He's got a sound on. I'm Greg he- Baths. Oh, you're Greg. Oh, you're the, you're the other Greg. Then never mind. Well, yeah. some, a different Greg. Well, hey, Greg, you're a longtime listener, Greg. We have a newer listener, Greg, who said that he, where he lives in the Midwest, they still have Prince Spaghetti. How can that be? I mean, it just looks like I don't know why. I mean, spaghetti spaghetti. I don't know whether there's any difference, but. It may have expired by now. <laughs> right, right. Most of the Prince spaghettis have expired. But <laughs> I would check that, the date on that spaghetti. It never goes bad. It's, it's a hard thing. It stays in your cabinet forever. 
Chris, you're kidding about the spaghetti with ketchup being the best entree at Elaine's, right? Okay. Yeah. But you might be right. Like I said, Elaine's was not known for their food. <laughs> so, And that's the funniest thing when I think about it. I was talking to my friend who also knew that well, we both knew the head chef at Elaine's, but that wasn't a bragging right, <laughs> which, which you're like, Gee, I finally know the head chef somewhere. And it was like the place that's not known for food. But and I like that guy, uh, Michael Riedel said he was like, oh, she, she'd always give me the pasta. I guess that's why she gave it out for free, because they were using that Prince spaghetti pasta, which apparently was so bad. They just gave it out to free with a free <laughs> martini. Do they let you bring your own clams? <laughs> yeah. They probably let Billy Joel do whatever he wants to do. God, I would love to see that. I swear before I die, if I could have dinner with Billy Joel and he pulls out a thing of clams out of his jacket pocket. <laughs> what if he just starts like shucking oysters on the street? Oh, oh, I and hands you uh, one. It's room temp. Would you, would you eat it? Hey, you know what? I, well, I would because I would do whatever he told me to do. <laughs> Did you see the video where he's playing the piano outside that we played the audio for Chris? You saw it or you didn't see it where he ran into a, a person, a piano on the street. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did, a, did a, a lot of you see that already? Oh, good, good, good. Oh, Catalina, you didn't see it. Well, she doesn't know how Instagram works. I'm kidding. Uh, they don't have Instagram in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I forgot about that one. But um, it, it's just a third world country. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds so sad when she says it like that. But, uh, every picture she showed me, it all looks amazing. Doesn't look that third world. And that coffee you get in the morning looks unbelievable. That doesn't look third world. Do they put a little heart in the cappuccino? So maybe that's second world, live in a second world country. How about that? We'll go with that. Everybody's okay with that. But I thought we would. What other one was that I have, uh, Alon? Oh, I know. I have the pressure live one that I was talking about from the River of Dreams tour where I think he has diarrhea. And I could point out <laughs> the points where I believe that um, that is a true story. Yeah, this is important to see. Yes. <laughs> this is the content everyone is here for. All right. Yeah. So. All right, this is the first part, I think, where like, you can see right now in his face, if you can. As you can see, his face, he just doesn't look happy singing this song. And again, I don't know whether somebody in the band pissed him off or he's having marital problems or what I believe to be diarrhea. Um, <laughs> this version, by the way, just rocks. And if they had this, if I could find it on Spotify, I would put it on that playlist i have because i i like when the guitars go you just like everybody else pressure You've only- there's no doubt that she's amazing crystal she's definitely into it which is so far, so good. that guitar Now, now you can see he's not moving a lot. He's not, you know, going for it like we've seen in a big shot or anything. But right now he, um, he he wipes his brow because he's sweating from having diarrhea. <laughs> Look, he's like, oh, I guess I gotta continue. You used to call me You see what I'm saying here? 
Is it just me or does he just not look happy? He's not convincing yet. I need more proof. Yeah. So when we get, I'll let it play because we love the song, so it's no big deal. But you'll see when he crosses that bridge, which should be an exciting part, he's just like walking and it's like no fun whatsoever. There's no excitement to it. Uh, come on, I'm not crazy, right? It's no. like yeah. it's definitely something's wrong. <laughs> what what you doing? No place to go. Why are you even bother doing this? Because I tell you what it means. Pressure. See, that was the part where he messed up the, the lyrics where he went in where that wasn't he already because said the all grown about up, diarrhea and he was singing again. Exactly. Why isn't he running over that bridge? Look, he's even like, like scratching his video. ears. Yeah. Russia! I feel like that should have been much more entertaining and exciting. Is it? Is it just me? No, it's not you. No, it should have been. All right. What one would surmise that his behavior could be based on the night before. You know, the sweating and the run might might have. Might have had a fun night the night before, possibly. I'm having those feelings right now, so I totally understand. Yeah, we're all wondering about you, Dave. You just wiped your brow. I, no, man, um, look, he was going through a divorce at this point. He was probably was eating a lot of bad takeout. So I think that also is part of it. Yeah, no, there's something just straight. Well, the, the strange part is, is that was the one saved for posterity. You're doing the River of Dreams tour and, the, and making a DVD. Like, why not use a different night? True. You could go. You could choose from anything. They were filming it all the time. So if that's the best one, then who knows what he was doing the other nights? <laughs> um, I stopped it because Paul Lauren is here, and I know he has limited time. 
Paul, I don't want to. I don't want to take up his, his time with the nonsense. He's like, why are they playing videos? I'm here, there guys. He is. There he Hi. is. Hi. Hi. How is everyone? Everyone is great. It's so nice. Thank you for coming. Paul has a new single out that dropped yesterday. A remake of a Sam and Dave song, right? That's right. Yeah, the one of twenty-five upcoming cover songs. which is uh, I've just taken on a, a, an enormous project of recording covers for fun. And uh, I'll be releasing them all throughout the rest of the next year or two. So there's the first. What are any Billy Joel covers coming up? Or... Um, I, you, you shall find out. I've, re- I've reimagined, I've reimagined a lot of these covers and there's a Billy one coming up, um, <laughs> which uh, it's your favorite song, Dave Lullaby. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's a there's a Billy song coming up for sure. Actually, I'm tracking a string quartet on it in, next week. Ooh, that's exciting! Mm-hmm. String quartet, yeah. Billy Joel. What could it be? Well, you will find out, Alon. You will find out. How are you guys <laughs> doing? Wait. What's happening? Uh, well, Alon just got passed at the Comedy Cellar. <laughs> oh, as far as, as far as Billy Joel, uh, we were just talking about his concert last night that he opened with Stormfront. Wow, we were very surprised. Bowls at MSG. Oh. Yeah, what a what an amazing! I don't think he's played that in a year. How many years has he played that in? I don't know. We we have to wait until the S's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We really shouldn't out. be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we're really not allowed to talk. I've never heard that song before. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're doing Roberta next, and I'm pretty sure I've never heard that song before. You've never heard Roberta? Look how disappointed everybody. Yeah, is. play it for us. Paul. I love this song. I'm forgetting, by the way, I'm going through just the. Laptop You've never heard audio. it either. <laughs> Can you yeah, well, exactly? I've never heard it. Uh, Roberta, you say you know me, but I see only what you're paid to show me. I wish you had time. I wish you take the time. Is that so you've never actually heard of Dave or is, is this the first? No, I don't think I actually have. It was beautiful. It's like the it's the prototype for Roxanne. I mean, she's a lady of the night. He's paying her. He falls oh. in love with her. That's oh. a pop song. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> wow. And that's off the that album I've never heard. Street Life Serenade, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. I got to tell you, though, it's so much fun not having heard something and then hearing it for the first time. It's very exciting. And then acting like an expert on it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Marcy with the burn. You just well, got just out. You've been just out. It's funny because Marcy's been sitting there whole time with this puss on her face. And I'm like, are you having a good time? Can you tell your face? And then all of a sudden she just comes out burn. I, I'm here. <laughs> no, I could tell from the Pyrex collection, the vintage Pyrex behind you, yeah. that you that uh, you, you're quick on the take for sure. You got so <laughs> no, that's true. How did you even see that? I'm, I'm obsessed with vintage Pyrex, Marcy. That, Come on. that stuff oh. goes for big money on eBay now. I only know because we just cleaned out my mother's house and we found <laughs> that at all. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why is that? Well, because it's from the fifties and some of it's just beautiful. Like gorgeous. I have, I have pink. I have, I have all kinds of displays all over. Amazing. That and There's Tupperware part. original Tupperware goes for yeah. big money on eBay. It does though. Yeah. Doesn't RC. Right. Is that a hot, just a hobby for you or do you sell them or are you just like collecting? It's just a collection. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't start the Pyrex. <laughs> Paul, I know you have limited time um, and you're in your studio, right? Yeah, the funny thing is I'm, I'm, I'm in the studio. I'll take you on a little tour here of yeah, the studio, like but I'm, I'm going, that's the control room. That's our, I don't know, you can see our mixing console in there, which was the one that yeah. BG's recorded Saturday Night Fever on. No way. Wow. Wait, restored. Oh, the same one, but not the same location. S- same, same exact console. That was in Miami. We had it shipped up here, and I restored it uh, about a decade ago. Yeah. Wow! Way that's awesome. But the funny thing is, I with all this equipment and gear on me, and mics, I'm just going through my laptop audio. So ironically, oh. um, but if you're able to hear me over the piano, are you able to hear my voice over the piano? Yeah, yeah, clear mm-hmm. enough. Okay, cool. W- would Would you play something for us? I was thinking about this song recently. And I and I had I actually had to pull up the words, but I, it feels um feels right for this weird time we're in. Hi, Spider Man. Hi. <laughs> Are you Billy Troll? Is that Billy Troll who we're looking at? No, that's someone else. Okay. We can't we can't divulge who Billy Troll is. Yeah, Alon won't tell secret. me who it is either. <laughs> Only Alon knows. I think it's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rhoda. She would Judy. pull something like that. <laughs> Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy. That was amazing. And now we know Paul is pro-Russia in this conflict. So, uh... (laughs) yeah, we were talking about before you came on that we were figuring he's probably never going to play that song, at least for a while. And then it's funny because, you know, 
and I love that song. But when you play it, then I love it. You're so you're so talented. I'm about to go into uh, my own version of Odoya from Creplock. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, please don't. do it. Do Odoya uh, for us. <laughs> but I, I, I'm thinking about that. That Stormfront record is severely underrated. I mean, I, I agree. It, it lives sonically in 1989, certainly. So that's why we kind of scoff at it. But the songs are just gorgeous and timeless. And if they're taken out of their 80s production and sheen and, you know, that kind of cheesy guitar stuff that happens, I mean, like, and so it goes. I mean, that's like, I mean, what's one. better than that song? Come on. And every time I That's his most just eloquent and and vulnerable song. It's rare that Billy gets vulnerable. The vulnerability is masked as we as you talked about, and we all know. And these upbeat kind of the pressures or the big shots or when Billy really gets vulnerable, like in and so it goes. I don't think anyone does it quite as good, actually. I mean, it's all on a level of Randy Newman. Um, you know, that song is like a hymn. It's, it's, it's kind of this folk kind of, it's very Randy Newman in a way, piano wise. And who's better than Billy when, when he goes there? We got to thank Al McPherson for breaking up with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is how that's, uh, yeah. Who's better than him. That's how, that's how you do get those kind of ladies, I suppose. Singing the, uh, the ones that make you feel good. And then the, uh, the other ones that were like, wow, he's so deep. Um, works on every level. He's <laughs> always had a proclivity, a proclivity for um, just women who are way too young for him and beautiful. So uh, I guess that's how you get these heartbreaking, gorgeous songs, you know, a yeah. the beast type of uh, dynamic. Chris, why do you say Kramer thanks El McPherson as well? Isn't that the Seinfeld episode where Kramer sees her naked and then yes. somehow Jerry missed it? And then so, or it was the other way around or something like that. Yes, there is an episode there with El. I don't remember that. Yeah, me neither. Now I got to watch the whole series. I really hope I didn't make that up. That'd be weird. <laughs> this, this episode exists in your mind, Chris. <laughs> so, Chris, you're wearing a Yankees hat. Are you a big Yankees fan? No, I'm mostly just here to taunt Dave. Um, and it's I, working. <laughs> very effective. <laughs> so no, that game yesterday. <laughs> my dad's from the Bronx, uh, so it was it was inevitable. So, um, but I, I heard they blew the Bronx away uh, in 2017. So I don't know <laughs> if it's still there. They rebuilt it. It's okay now. Oh, okay, cool. But of course, they let Queens stay because that's convenient to Long Island. I get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could keep going, or I could stop. Wait, could, yeah, you. We were, we're okay with it. Could you? Paul, is there any way you could turn your mic up louder or something so we yeah, could? Yeah, the, the can, vocal mic? Yeah. 
Maybe I could just bring the, the computer closer. I mean, if you mind. could play any of that Miami 2017, that would be unbelievable. I know you're, you're looking at me in a very strange way, but... Yeah, but it's working. We love it. That's so amazing. amazing. Thanks. You're so great. Thank you. It's just so what a talent to just be able to come in. Like, do you guys love Miami 2017? I guess I can just play a little for you. And that seems like such a complicated song. If you know nothing about music for you to just sit there and play it is amazing. It really is. Thank you. Uh, do you have to go? <laughs> um, don't mind me. I'm just grabbing someone from the front door here. I, I got a quick comment, Dave, if that's okay. Of course. Um, now, Paul is amazingly talented, and this is this is not taking away from Paul at all. But this is where I don't understand your take on moving out, because to me, it doesn't matter who sings Billy Joel songs. I'm in. I obviously love it when it's Billy, but Paul's fantastic, and I can listen to Paul hit listen sing Billy Joel. And if it's moving out, it's all good. If I can go somewhere and listen to Billy Joel songs, I'm I'm in. I mean. You say what I was talking Thanks. about with the, the Broadway show, right? Yes. I know what you're I mean, I I think I'm with you. It's just uh, I've had bad experiences at Broadway shows where they're, you know, doing the songs of the people we love. Right. You've also paid like two hundred dollars for it. <laughs> and right. then it's just it's always going to be subpar. 
Right. You know, so again, like, you know, I had that Green Day and Sting right. experience. And when I heard that guy singing and then Michael saying, oh, he sounds just like Billy. That, remember, he said he sounds just like Billy Joel. Right. That's, right. That's what I'm saying is I'm, right. that guy did a great job and he was terrific. but He did not sound right. like Billy Joel. Right. That, I, I think I that's the only it. reason. Yeah, and I saw it in Tampa, and I only paid fifty bucks. So there's a, a different, different expect level of expectation there. <laughs> did you like it? The play? I did. I did. did. Like I said, I, I honestly, I got emotional. I, I, I hear Billy. I, I, it's a, it's a, it's really a thing. And, and then so, and at the time, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't remember when it was, but I don't think he was touring much. It was one of, you know, it was a. Uh, I might have been in that in that period where he wasn't touring much. So going somewhere at that time and listening to somebody sing Billy live and and and, and the story, even you know, and seeing the you know the the, the correlation between the songs and the story was uh, really was really really good for me uh, personally. Again, because yep. I it wasn't a touring tour. If I'm not mistaken, Elon, is that right? He wasn't touring much during that, right? Yeah, in those early 2000s, there weren't a lot of tour dates, right? So that's a good point. Like otherwise, like Dave is saying, if you're going to pay two hundred dollars for a ticket, why not just actually see Billy Joel? But if yeah, if you're like you're saying, if he's not touring, this is the best cover right. band you could see with yeah. ballet. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree oh, with you, Alan. Yeah, I just want to say I agree with you, Alan, on all of that. And funny enough, I think you have more wine on your countertop than than Billy Joel does. Uh, so. <laughs> actually, because we don't drink it that much, not actually because we drink it a lot, it's because we don't drink it that much. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I uh, I just want I wanted to say uh, for all of us who listen to this podcast regularly, I'm one of you. Uh, I, it's been an honor to be on as a guest and performer, and it feels like there's a, a, a nice little community here and, uh, Dave and Alon have done such a, a wonderful job of bringing everyone together through this music. And, uh, it's an honor to be able to spend some time with you guys today, truly. And I hope we get to meet at some point in real life. Oh, did, did you write the theme song for the show as well? I wrote the yeah. theme song. Yes, sure I got to say, I love it so much. I, I find myself singing it as I'm walking yeah. around the house. It's stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, that's it's, the uh, point. Oh, it's so good know, to hear. That is I hope point. Dave puts that onto the uh, Hidden Gems playlist because I don't know if I've ever heard it in its full entirety because you guys play it. Well, there's three different versions. Right. right. I, yeah, I did three different versions of it. There's like a first verse, second verse, third verse. Maybe maybe you should re release that on Spotify. So that would be kind of fun and then put it onto your playlist. Why not? I love it. it. Is, sometimes Alan and I will be out and we just sing it to which is so funny because we think his wife is just fed up and she's like what do you guys do why do you keep singing that song and it's not like, even a Billy Joel song but it's yeah. so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's in my head I, I was in my elevator yesterday so I don't even remember I was just singing one of the words I think it was just like uh, oh that's right even the turds were like, like it just came out. <laughs> <laughs> All the hits I'm and the turds. I'm glad you appreciate I snuck in some references in there, some Billy references. And, and oh, we so noticed. And all, yeah. And so but, it uh, goes. Well, yeah. Sam's a bar. It was a joy uh, to write it. I mean, I don't know who thought of, who put me up to it. Did I put myself up to the task or did you, but maybe a mix? I, I asked you to do it, okay, but I didn't know what you were going to. I said, do you, is there any way you could make a possible theme song and you know, you were so kind. Oh, it's I mean, fun. it was a tough ask for somebody you just met. You know, it's but you were so wonderful. It's really it, instant it classic exceeded our expectations. We'll do it. Thanks. We'll do a version with the scone lyrics next. But I'll just leave you with this. I'll um, thank you. Thank you all. Thanks. Thanks for this podcast. Thanks to David and Alon. And, you know, the piano uh, thing that I wrote, of course, it's a lift from Summer Highland Falls. But. <laughs> Oh.
Thank you all. Thank you, Paul. Thank you you so much. See y'all very soon. Oh my God. That was so awesome. He's such a, he's such a great guy. I hope he's performing more so we can support him again. Alon. Yeah. It was so great to see him live at city winery. You guys should definitely go check out his tour dates and see where he's at. If he's in your town, that's the only way we can, uh, you know, thank him for, you know, doing all this stuff, like even coming on here or writing that thing as we, you know, we that's the way we can show our support. We certainly can't do it financially. Uh, any other way <laughs> well, i bought his lp also oh that's right you, you did do that go buy his vinyl it's really oh that good. was such a kiss-ass thing to do jesus <laughs> that's why he came on today <laughs> <laughs> you think that's why maybe it was i mean we did wait for him to come out <laughs> like groupies remember yeah <laughs> hey paul it's us from the podcast <laughs> I know. well remember when he told me to sit down <laughs> like from the stage i was getting <laughs> I don't remember what happened. When I was getting up and I didn't he even was, know. Yeah, he, I think he was about to play like a country song and he was like, Dave, sit down. <laughs> that's, that's right. He just goes, just got sit down. Cause he's, he couldn't have even saw me because he was facing this way and we were on the side. We, I think he knew I was about to get up because I definitely remember I made the move as a, as a comedy gesture. Yeah. And he was like, sit down. <laughs> it was uh, pretty funny. <laughs> Um, so, so Dave, this is the Q and A show. So should we uh, take some Q's and answer some A's? I guess if anybody has any, and maybe I'll bring any. Sarah in over here. My, my that's wife. what I was going to say. Did, you got to bring your wife on the show. Sarah, do you want to come over? Yeah, we want her. Everybody <laughs> wants her. Reluctantly, I mean, in a good, positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, where the hell is she? I thought she was she's right waiting. She's far away. You, you were going to have her maybe do another parody today, right? Yeah, I thought. We, oh, there she is. There she Everyone's is. Just, she's gonna pop in and out because Zoom is like that. Hi. Can't you just take off that okay. thing? The mic. The background. Yeah, uh, it won't help much. Oh, oh yeah, actually, it we'll will. Make you not disappear. Yeah, she won't disappear. He doesn't know how Zoom works. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's your house. Temporary. Oh. We're renovating. <laughs> what What do you want her to do today? The parody, right? Oh yeah. So remember we had that one episode where we where Sarah was walking by. Have me following up Paul directly. That's really smooth. Yeah, no, we're gonna go from Paul Lauren to Sarah trying to sing one of my parodies. <laughs> Leftover cold. Right, she's getting over a cold, not COVID, <laughs> and uh, and she doesn't know the song that we're gonna do here. But I thought a good one for Sarah to attempt would be uh, my parody for Laura, which was tuna salad. Because <laughs> um, it's kind of got fun lyrics and it's not too long. And uh, and she does not know the song Laura. She's never heard the song Laura in her life. She's not a Billy Joel diehard like we are. And I can't hold a tune for the songs I know. So yeah, even if she knew it, it wouldn't help so much. But uh, (laughs) this is it. There's been no practice. Okay, here are the words. Tuna salad is my favorite lunch. Never but she gets it's drenched in mayo and the celery chunks give a very good crunch. It's perfect on some white or rye bread. Please don't add relish because it's unnecessary. The only ingredients tuna mayo celery. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> well, I don't I really don't feel she I really think this one I did better. The last tune. one that she did, hers was better than mine. <laughs> it's because well, Paul was singing real tunes. Yeah, we can't compete with that. But sorry, you didn't even try. I mean, it was embarrassing. 
I think it had the same tune as the other one she did, which was um, what was it? It was one of the ones from Street Life Serenade. I'm a one trick pony. Fine. Yeah, you have one song. Yo, now 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 I need to know what that song was. We only did like one song from Street Life Serenade so far, right? Does anybody remember? Last of the big time spenders. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Who said that? Al. Job, Greg. Yeah. It was I, Greg. Greg. Oh, Greg. Sorry. Thank you, Greg. Oh, Greg's. Uh, that's why I couldn't see anybody's mouth move. Okay, because <laughs> this video's not on. Wow, good call. Last of the bid time spenders. That's wow. Excellent work. Well, thank All you. All right. Sarah. So anyway, do you guys have any questions for uh, for Dave or me or Sarah? I feel like they know everything already. They know about you, especially like Marcy. The people who listen to your other podcast know way too much about you. <laughs> I have four questions, but I don't want to hog. So right, I'll go I can, for it. Go, I can wait start. until. I can wait until other people ask. And it's like buffet you, rules. You get one turn and then you have to go back to the back of the okay. line. I think, I think everybody's okay. good with it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, my first question is, how did you guys start this? What's the origin story? I envision it being Elon's, Elon's idea. And then Dave, because you have the expertise with your previous podcasting stuff. You were like, yeah, that's a good idea. That was my guess. But I want to know the origin. How did you guys decide to do this? I think it was kind of like that because I was talking to my friend, John, who worked for the podcasting platform that we're on, Acast. Uh, we were thinking of different ideas and we both like Billy Joel. And he was like, you should do a Billy Joel podcast based on something with history because we were thinking about we didn't start the fire and how there's so many references. It could be like every episode's a different one of the references. Here's the Harry Truman <laughs> episode and here's the Doris Day episode. But it felt like way too confined. And then I started talking to Dave about the idea of a Billy Joel podcast. And then we started collaborating and Dave came up with the idea. Why don't we just do every song alphabetically? But Dave did not come up with the idea to take the thes and put it in the back <laughs> or the front of everything. That is all Elon. <laughs> see, we're getting some thumbs hated. downs. And if you guys can't see that. Uh, <laughs> but look, think of it this way. Yeah, we're upset now because you didn't get to hear the entertainer. But now you get to hear it in the future. Now you have this coming up. That's exciting. You didn't you're, you didn't already waste it. There's more to look forward to. That's my take on it. No, Excellent. We'll, we'll never forgive you. I know. <laughs> I've got a quick question. Yeah. Well, it's it's sort of for the group in general, because I think I asked Elon this, and, and we, we kind of DM back and forth a little bit about this. I don't think I asked you, Dave. I have a, a vague recollection in the early to mid-90s, I think when Billy was doing his sort of uh, college, uh, you know, sort of song storytellers, sort of Q&A with uh, music students at different places that he at one point said that he did not um, like my life, that he, he he actually had said at a certain point that he wasn't going to play it in live anymore and that he didn't like it. But then I scoured the Internet. I think Elon looked a little bit as well and couldn't find any uh, documentation on that. But I was, I mean, I was convinced that at some point he had had an interview or he had a little bit of maybe at one of these storytellers and it said that he really didn't like the song that much and that he was suggesting that he wasn't going to play it anymore going forward, which of course he, he has, but just curious if anybody remembers that or if I just made that up. Well, I've never heard that before, but uh, I, this is breaking news in a way in related to that story Scenes from an Italian restaurant, which, of course, we haven't gotten to yet. And I was just going to save it for the thing, but I'll just tell you, we we found out and it, we've known for a while which restaurant it is that he's talking about. And it turns out the restaurant is on what was on 57th Street in Manhattan. It was called Fontana de 
Trevi or something. I, I'm horrible with my Italian. I'll, I'll, I'll no, bad Italian. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I was embarrassed to say it right in front of you. Uh, and that was on 57th But one time he was performing in Long Island and he said it was I, I wrote it down. He said it was um, Christiana's in Syacet. And that's what he told people at a concert. And so everybody for one day thought that was the place. And then he made it clear that it was not that place. He was just trying to get a rise out of his Long Island crowd and wanted to give this restaurant a plug. And he said, no, I only did that, to, you know, just the way I'd be like, hey, I just got back from Brooklyn. Whoa, what? Um, so so maybe it's something like that where he was just right. saying it that one day. And then right. but the what the breaking news, whatever we consider breaking news, is that um, on Mother's Day, the people that owned this restaurant that this song was based on moved their restaurant to Sarasota, Florida, and it is closing Mother's Day. Closing. Yes. Do you live there in Sarasota? I live, I live in St. Pete, but Sarasota is, you know, 30 minutes from here. Well, you got to yeah, get Sarah's there. From St. Pete. You have a month to go there and meet the people, I guess. It's called Bellucci's, maybe. I, I'm not a I'm not sure, but they were the owners of the restaurant this song was based on. And it's also, I found out all this recently, and I obviously was going to save it for scenes for the entire restaurant, but since it, it's happening, you know, this week, then, and we're not getting to that until 2024. Um, <laughs> it's say, it's uh, the scenes from an Italian restaurant. The, the <laughs> bottle of white, bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rose, you said, is at another restaurant in. I think it's called El Buco or something. I, I, I don't have my names correct. And I'm, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. Al. No, that uh, was good. But, <laughs> but um, that's a different restaurant in Little Italy that the waiter came up to him and said that and he said to do the line. But for for a fact that the uh, the other restaurant at 57th Street, him and Christy Brinkley used to come in there all the time and he'd be at the bar. And some there's somebody who said, you know, I went up to him. I said, is this the place that it's based on? He goes, yes. So, I mean, it is confirmed and acknowledged. And he specifically said that the one in Long Island where he said that he goes, nah, I was just saying that. So, again, that's why I'm saying. Wow. Maybe that was a, a one off so my life. My lyrics are seen from an Italian restaurant. Oh, cool. Well, Very cool. Tying that in, that's my lyrics are seen from an Italian restaurant. Now, this well, what we should do is go a, do a uh, a trip over to that restaurant that Dave's talking about. I will. See, maybe they have some memorabilia about Billy Joel there. Or something. Yeah, how far is it away from you? It's like 30 minutes. I just heard somebody else say they're from St. Pete, right? Somebody else in the group? Yeah, my wife is from there. She grew oh, you up are. in oh, she awesome. was in Clearwater. Oh, awesome. What what high school did you go to, if you mind me asking? Um, I went to St. Pete High. For you did? Excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My my son goes to Canterbury, which is, you know, down the street. Yeah, but yeah. St. Pete High is actually our districted high school. So that's where you're supposed to go if you had gone to public school. So I know a bunch of kids at St. Pete High right now. I teach tennis, et cetera, whatever. So I don't want to take everybody's time. But yeah. Yeah. I guess cool. we could have... sister is a tennis player and uh, was at IMG. Yeah, I oh. graduated from that school. What's IMG? Are we supposed to know? Sports that's Academy. Terry's uh, place. I actually coach <laughs> yeah, tennis for a living. Oh, you that's, coach that's tennis for a living? That's one of the things I do is coach tennis for a living. That's correct. So, oh, that's yeah. there's no way you coached her sister, though. Is there possible? No, but I may actually know who she is because I've been coaching in the area for uh, since 2000. Chris Serico right. uh, uh, said uh, uh, Sarasota 2017. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <A> new song. <laughs> but that'd be cool if you go there. Report to us. Uh, I will. You know, I guess they'll be getting a lot of people. It's closing in exactly a month. 
But yeah, apparently that's, I had no idea that that restaurant, I would never have guessed it was in Manhattan. It was by across from Carnegie Hall. And when he was, I guess, recording The Stranger and he was unknown, uh, he was eating at that place right across from Carnegie Hall. That so might have been the place where he actually had his first meeting with Phil Ramone because Phil came to one no, of his no, Carnegie we, Hall shows. No, we said we know what that means. I thought that was that, that was macaroni. the Great American Macaroni Grill or whatever it was called. Right. Yeah, I thought that, <laughs> yeah. But that was oh, also in that area because that's where they met is at Carnegie Hall. And then they went to eat food somewhere uh, with my life. Billy Joel did say that it was hard for him to play it live. He didn't feel like it translated well live. And so from the bridge tour until 1990, he took it out of his set list. Ah, OK. That's it. <laughs> That's all we Excellent. needed. I just had to play the Phil Ramone dancing. Phil Ramone <laughs> dancing in the studio. <clears throat> Sorry, what were you, you want to That's it. Modern no, woman lyrics too. <laughs> I yeah, was with trying Modern to, Woman. Uh, it's, well, that's why it's Dave's favorite clip, favorite song, favorite video. <laughs> How could it not be? It's uh, you know, it's a. Uh, 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 I, I didn't even know it was Phil Ramone. I he doesn't look like he does on the back cover of The Stranger. There. He looks like John Goodman <laughs> wearing that Bill Cosby sweater. I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> but he moves so well, <laughs> kind of. It's mesmerizing. You can't take your eyes off. It's one of those one of those few things that where like it's it shouldn't be right. But it is. I know, Marcy, you said you had some other questions. But does anybody else have questions? Oh, we have one from Chris who was in the chat. But Chris, you can say it since this is an yeah. audio podcast. Yes, <laughs> this is true. So, uh, Dave, you had mentioned how um, you had a, some initial regrets about um, liking Blonde Over Blue a little too much too soon. So I'm curious what both of you look back on now and go, my first take on that one, or my to take on that one for that episode was the extreme opposite of how I feel about it now. Is there any episode or any particular song that you feel completely different about now that some time has passed and you've listened to more of Billy's of? Yeah, the only question. the only one I can think of is Blonde Over Blue because I had put it on that list. So that's why it came to mind where I'm like, you know what? I And before that, I think it was a, I don't know who told me, uh, one of the Instagram people, right, Alon, said that that I was thinking it the whole time. And that's why when she mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not sure if I'm all in on that anymore as I was, but I, I don't think any, maybe some of the unreleased where I thought it was cooler. I might be less cool on now, but I don't like, you know, this song, December song. I don't know if you ever heard of it, um, but it's December song. <laughs> and wouldn't that be the end all if somehow at the end of this podcast, like we are invited to go and he just plays it and we would be and it would be a bummer too. it would be awesome and a bummer because we don't want to waste everybody's time with December song. However, we we need it played just to end the podcast. with. <laughs> that would be the biography that they make of us. Uh, like and then he's just playing December and we're just sitting there like this. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> That would be our claim to fame. Like we got Billy Joel to ruin one of his concerts by playing a very obscure song that no one cared about and right. everyone just left. And then they have the ending and then they have what happened to Alana and Dave. And it turns out they were like washed away by a tidal wave on a boat or something. Like, they didn't they never made it again to another concert as uh, <laughs> they mysteriously disappeared. Uh, Chris, to answer your question, I think for me, maybe a matter of trust. I think I was a little bit hard on it in that first episode not really thinking about all the stuff that's going to come later. And then I was like, actually, this song is better than a lot of these other songs. And um, it's certainly very catchy and it rocks. Not my favorite, but I think I was overly harsh. 
Are you better you. at all about soul? But now? I still like Bond Lover Blue. I don't I don't dislike that song. No, I'm the I same on that one. I just liked it. Just I don't know. There are so many episodes that I was so hurt when you were like, oh no, this song sucks. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And I love I love uh, a matter of trust. And and I remember when I was listening to the podcast when I was like just getting started. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. They're going to talk about this. And it was very disappointing, but I love you guys still, but it hurts. I never thought about that. We are dicks. We're late. Like, turn no, on this podcast. Not usually me, but when Dave says something, <laughs> you, sucks, Dave. you guys have all learned. When he we says might as well just get on like, this like Billy Joe thinks he's so great, but we got to take him down a peg. <laughs> That's what you come on to listen to. We are yeah. awful. Well, I'm awful. I'm sorry. For Dave it. sucks means like, okay, or pretty good. Right. Yeah, but when I like a song, I really like it. Numbers. <laughs> I'm weird, but Catalina, you like Oyster Bay. Come on. Nobody's buying that. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you can't blame us for that one. That one should never have been released. And he did good by thinking that. I believe that, especially since he went to Hicksville High, not Oyster Bay High School. Don't care. I'm not going to bring it up again. I promised myself I wasn't going to bring it up. And that there it was. Once you said St. Pete High, that would make sense, right? You see what I'm saying? You grew yeah. up in St. Pete. I went to St. Pete High. I grew up in Oyster Bay. I went to Hicksville High. What the hell is that all about? I'm just saying. <laughs> the guy's not real. He's not honest with himself. <laughs> he should write a song about honesty. Yeah, right. he should. Oh, you old dog. Oh, yes. All right, Marcy, what's your next question? Um, well, I can see myself and probably the rest of you guys listening to this in five or ten years. And so I want to know if you've considered trademark, um, you know, considerations when you've recorded you sometimes when you do a song, you play a big chunk of the piece of music or of Billy's song. So are you paying attention to the, the seconds? Like, is, have you have you paid attention to that so that this podcast doesn't get ripped off? Yeah, of, uh, of, we, we talked about that right away because we knew we were going to have trouble because yeah. I am worried about that. Right. But what we did is you'll notice we usually don't play it over us talking. So if we were told that we had to take off the music, they wouldn't make us take uh, off the podcast. I can I have it all so I can take it out. We did definitely thought about that because we're assuming it. Okay. We can't believe we've made it this far with nobody complaining yet. Right. Yeah, we, we talked about it ahead of time. Like we better not use too much of the music because we don't want to run into any issues. Although okay. the way you asked that question, Marcy, makes me feel like you're trying to blackmail us. No, <laughs> no. Can you talk? No, I, say that into the mic that you were what? You're using a lot of his music uh, <laughs> and you don't have his permission. He, you did not ask him for permission. to. I literally was worried about how to word the question because, you know, if this is going to go on the air, which you said you're releasing as a podcast and somebody could hear it and then be like, hmm, let yeah, me pay we attention. Can, we can get screwed. I mean, what happened? I've been doing my podcast for like my other one that just got on the city for like seven, eight years. Only one time did they say you have to take it off. And the weird part was, and I don't know if you remember Marcy or Catalina, I know you guys listen, is it was the one they asked me to take off was my friend's song, Adam Schlesinger. I was playing the song from that thing you do. And I was just going to, I was going to call him and say, you don't care if I play this song, right? Because I, I could tell them, but he was dead. So there was nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't want to bother his estate. Uh, with nonsense, but I mean, I just, I just played it to show how much I liked it and how wonderful it was. And then they were like, you need to take this off. It was that Paramount Productions or something. Only time I've ever gotten a, a call because believe me, I would like to, before we knew we were going to have an intro, I would have liked to 
play talk over the opening of the song or something like that, you know, just to have like a bed. What are you going to do? Chris says, uh, Alan, I'm curious if your wife feels the same way about you making the Billy Joel podcast as my wife does to me listening to it. Okay. Well, yeah, Michael, let me hear oh, your answer first. Dad? All right. Well, every time I, because like, oh, yeah. Okay, thanks, but um, it's my three-year-old. Now we but every time I listen to it, I always come home like, "Hey, babe, there's something I learned or whatever." And she basically like rolls her eyes, like, "Is this the podcast again?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So basically, rolls eyes, like, "Why are you obsessed with this?" I'm like, "Because it's it's Billy Joel. It's like the guys." So I'm curious if that's what Sarah does. So like, "Oh my God, you're doing this podcast again today?" Or I don't know. She's like, yeah. I mean, "They record an awful lot, but I." I'm always, I don't know, I'm a fan of, I love how they are like very trivia oriented all the time. Like I love being around them. Anytime Dave's on the phone from like the back of the house, I come running out to join the conversation. <laughs> um, so the saddest part of the podcast is that I can't hear Dave. I only hear Alon's half because he usually has his earphones on. That is so sad, I like pay attention to a quarter, but I think <laughs> if, I had both, if I could hear both of them, I might pay attention a little more. <laughs> or I would have to leave. I'm not sure. When... <laughs> Yeah, but she is over it a little bit. Like whenever she hears me doing the parodies, uh, yeah, she's like, she's what is also, this? Years ago, we went to karaoke like early on in our relationship. And I was like, you were so great. And I was really supportive. And now I'm like, I really wish that I did not support this. <laughs> like you signed off on this, right? You're like, what I was did. I, I signed off early on. But yeah, sometimes when he's practicing, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like. 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, and you're squealing. It's 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh, Dallas singing again. How do you guys know all the words? <laughs> uh, what was the, the Chris Bonanos question that Chris said? The ranking that offends you the most to this point. Oh, wasn't it that as so it goes? Wasn't that the one? No, I think an innocent five? man. He had it like number seven. Oh, that's what it was. An innocent man. I knew it was an A song, right? Yeah, he had it at five. But that recently, was the one. He has right on. early he on. Piano yeah. man, kind of low. The, um, I don't remember. You know, I, it's hard to remember. But I just remember I us both. Six forty. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty low. Well, he's think. a strange guy. You know, <laughs> we've had him on twice. You, you, you've all been there. He, you know, I mean, look, the book he wrote is about Kodak. <laughs> Who writes that? I found it interesting. I don't know if everybody knows that. Um, uh, Elon and I on, on the Instagram went back and forth about I made a joke about Christopher must not like Pink Floyd. I happened to listen to Pink Floyd that day with all their sound effects. I'm like, since he doesn't like sound effects, right? I'm like, he must hate Pink Floyd. And then he responded, he goes, no, actually, I love Pink Floyd. I'm like, well, what, what's the, just the Billy sound effects apparently piss him off, I guess. Yeah, it's a, clearly a personal grudge for some reason. Right? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you're right. He, oh, I, I would have thought that too. Actually, I would have completely thought that he wrote back. That's so nice, though. Yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I talked to him the other day too. He, some of I, his articles in New York Magazine are really good too, because uh, they just talk about New York City. Yeah. Do you think he'll he'll write an article rank, ranking all 121 episodes of your show? Obviously, oh, he better. <laughs> he'll be like i really don't I, I love an innocent man but i hate the episode about an innocent man <laughs> so uh, one of our one of our listeners a uh, friend of ours matt salacuse a uh, really good photographer videographer guy he his wife works at new york magazine as a photo editor or uh, something like that anyway she was at a holiday party at new york magazine and she knows christopher banana so she said oh like my uh, from the billy joel podcast my husband listens to it all the time and he was like oh geez 
Like what? Like this is now what he's going to become known as. Like, oh yeah, oh, the Billy Joel thing. He should be lucky. Nobody knew he that guy himself. Oh, Marcy said that Bananos ranked Piano Man fifteen. Oh, 15. That's all right. It's well, okay, but you know, I feel like because of how important it is, you, you probably should have put it in the top ten. Yeah. Well, again, he oh, the way he puts it, he is the master of his whatever uh, universe, and he can do whatever he wants. But master I mean, of his I'm domain. Saying, I'm saying when we make that listing, we always talk about it all the time. Do you make the listing of how the importance of how yeah. you feel about it? You know, I mean, that's right. That's the question. Obviously, for importance, if he was ranking it that way, it would probably be in the top three, right? Right. I mean, yeah, you have to go. Like, have to be. See yeah. Piano Man and um, I don't know what would be the third one. Maybe even Captain Jack for launching everything. Hmm. Maybe Philly in the house. New York State of Mind. Right. That's probably the, was well, that's what it wasn't that actually uh, the other guy we do. Glenn Gamboa. Wasn't that his top three? Well, I mean, we did so weird. We had his top three, like just the way the alphabet works. So I know a lot of you guys probably know about the MSG concert that happened last night. And I honestly was super surprised um, that Billy Joel played some of the stuff he doesn't always play. Um, he played uh, She's Got Away, An Innocent Man, and started with Stormfront. We know that much. But do you think since he's lost some of the weight, he'll start, and it's helped his voice, do you think he'll start playing some of the uh, more underground or not played as much hits at his concerts? I hope so. I mean, he must be getting a little bit tired of playing all of the same stuff and also some of the same you know, hidden gems that he always plays. Like, you know, you're going to hear Zanzibar. <laughs> so I, I hope he decides to expand the repertoire a little bit. Maybe this concert last night was a hint towards that. I, I can only hope. And maybe now that he's lost the weight, he could run around to different keyboards on pressure. <laughs> yeah. Or no, he doesn't even have to run. Apparently he can just scratch his head and he's like, oh, I guess I'll go to the other keyboard. Um, but you don't know what tells him that, Hey, maybe we've played this too much and let's move on. It's, we don't know what spikes him to, uh, you know, to make that change to, you know, we're, we're, we're going to scratch our heads, be like, why Stormfront? Unless, like we all said, maybe it has something to do with the war or something. But it's uh, I mean, you know what? All of a sudden and why, and why doesn't it happen more often? It's, yeah. you know, it's weird. Can't figure the, out that guy at the Orlando concert that I just we just went to in, in uh, March. Uh, you know, he played just the way you are, which I hadn't heard in a long time. So that was a again, new in the sense that it was out of the loop for a while. Um, but I, I think I, I was super disappointed because I saw the set list afterwards and it said that he was going to play Sleeping with the Television on, which is one of my favorite. And instead he replaced it you know, on the fly and they didn't play it. And it was uh, it was disappointing because I was super excited to, to you know, and yet I wasn't disappointed at the time because I didn't know until I saw the set list afterwards. I was like, oh, that would have been incredible. And no pressure, Elon and Dave, but um, uh, my wife and I have tickets for September 9th at the Garden. So if you want to, you want to make that the day you guys go, we can get together and you know have a beer ahead of time, beer afterwards, September 9th. Well, I'm up for the first and the latter part, but uh, we don't. You know. <laughs> we'll see. We would love to. We definitely we're trying to find one to go to. Yeah, actually, That's- Dave, didn't your sister say she was going to buy us tickets to a concert? She did. I told her not to. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. I don't know. Plus, I think she gave me money to get my car serviced. So sorry. <laughs> can't really sorry, Al. We can't see you at Billy Joel because Dave's no, sister I, gave him money no, for his car. Remember, we, we're not going. We're not buying tickets. Mark Rivera is getting us in. Yeah, that's what we, we're kind of holding out for that. We really hope that uh, that we can get the in. 
uh, thanks to Steve Mandel to get the backstage pass. So we'll see. Well, we are nice. really, we are, we are holding out for that. Well, but we need to go anyway, but I mean, that would be, we feel like we deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe when I go to Sarasota to the restaurant, I'll run into Mike Del Judas, who's got a second house in Sarasota, you know, who's oh. in the band, and I'll see him at the restaurant and I'll get us all backstage passes. <laughs> I'll tell him about the podcast and we'll all that go. Right? Perfect. <laughs> that's how it's going to work. And thanks for pronouncing his name right. I had no idea. No, that's not how you pronounce He pronounces his name wrong, too, just for the record. What does he, he say? He says Del Judas. It's actually Del Judice. So yeah, he does Del Judice. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. He does not pronounce his name right either. So just for the record. Wow. We bring great joy to this Italian stereotype. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was actually born in Italy, so there's, there's that. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, and then Catalina had a question. She wanted to know if anyone here has any Billy Joel related tattoos. I I don't. I can't. I, mean, I, um, I, I would like to a, get one. Would, would a guy do that? Broderick, you said you would like to get one? <laughs> I, I honestly would. Um, Billy Joel's like played a big part in my life, but I'm 17. Oh, yeah, you have the My of... Lives on your shirt. Oh, I do, shirt. yeah. From the My Life compilation box set, his T-shirt has the the cover of it. All right, so I actually painted my I painted a portrait myself of the uh, picture. I, I liked it so much. I just it was really cool to me. So I saw the shirt on eBay. I was like, I gotta buy it. So, so wait, if you were to get a tattoo, what would you get? That you know what oh. what 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 would be a Billy Joel tattoo to get? Um, my favorite song is Moving Out, Anthony's song. So I'd probably get a lyric from that either on the uh, top sleeve or She's Always a Woman. Uh, one of those oh, the ly- lyrics, right? Had... That would be okay. Because uh, you, oh, you, you might have should... a Billy Joel portrait. You might want to just get like kind of a picture of the Prince Spaghetti box and everybody would understand <laughs> what that is. So yeah, think about that. Obscure. Think about it. Just, uh... <laughs> or a calendar that says December on it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what about non-temporary stuff? Are you guys thinking about like making merch or like anything I could possibly buy to support you guys later on? Oh, that's so nice. We didn't think about that one bit. That's a good <laughs> idea. I mean, we've got the logo for our podcast, which Sarah drew. Um, so maybe we can put it on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was I instantly looking it. at Sarah for, uh, well, Sarah, <laughs> uh, what kind of merch do you have for us? <laughs> <laughs> she would be in charge. We can make merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. Now that we now that we know we have one person willing to buy it, we'll we'll look at that. I'll copy it. Someone said my name. Uh, we'll, yes, we'll, 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 uh, to... Broderick. So my my youngest one is eighteen, and on his lyrics for his shirt for the March concert we just went to, he he chose lyrics from "Moving Out." Uh, Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. Um, was his <laughs> was his lyrics? I love that. Moving out. And so. just so you know, Broderick, those those tattoos they last forever. Uh, just uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, that. right? Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan exactly. has I, I go to extremes lyrics on her. Right. So if I got a tattoo, it would be a tattoo of her with the lyrics on her. <laughs> <laughs> Levels. Perfect. Does anybody know? Did he have any special guests last night at the garden or no? We don't know. He sang oh, Happy Birthday to somebody um happy birthday to chuck arnold oh he's a music teacher oh he, he wait you knew who he was i was just kidding uh, he, he said it during the concert right oh, were you there I'm broderick yeah. Yeah. no i wish i was i'm from ohio that's a long drive for me yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> but no i keep up to date on my billy stuff so excellent of course i'm here no go ahead i know i read that that it was a, to chris Ar- the, to, to his music teacher that's right i read that earlier today i forgot yeah that, that, and that's the music teacher that he went to and got the high school kids for, was it the Leningrad song or what was, what was the one he went to Hicksville high to get the kids? Yeah. It might've been Leningrad. I think it was, was Leningrad. It Leningrad. 
Because I, I get a, the two times I've been to the garden, I, I've been lucky. We've had uh, amazing. He's had amazing special guests. The one time I went, uh, he had Sting come out and sing "Big Man on Mulberry Street," I've which was seen that performance. Incredible. That was, that's, that, incredible. You know how I feel about that song. And yep. that was 10 times better than the original. Right. <laughs> no, me. it was. Uh, he did an, an absolute, I mean, he, he, he I mean, Sting just killed it. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And then that same concert, he had Mellencamp come out later on. So he had two, he had Mellencamp come out and they sang The Wall. So they sang Mellencamp song. But, but, this, but Sting singing Big Man on Mulberry Street was just unbelievable. And then the last time I went was, um, I think it's April 2018. Um, and it was Tony Bennett. And so that's the only time I've ever seen Tony Bennett sing, obviously given what, where that's going now. So I saw Tony Bennett and then he had the, that piano player, the Asian piano player who was now like the greatest piano player in the world. It was that like, name, name escapes me. So those were the two guests then, which are really, which was I great. think, uh, didn't we see uh, a version of John Cougar doing Allentown and it was the most depressing version anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's actually what the song is, should be if Billy Joel didn't wow. put it I haven't in seen the, that. The way we like it, I'm pretty sure I. I thought so it was I on thought, one of those, um, like the yeah, Gershwin on the watch Awards party. I thought we like might that. have put it on, but uh, speaking of Tony Bennett, don't, Dave, don't you have that video or of that? Uh, I do. That, do you guys want to see it? That Gershwin one, just the part. Well, yeah, how bad it is, and also to- how Tony Bennett's on stage but doing nothing and looks confused. Yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't guy. know. The whole the whole thing bothers the hell out of me. So, uh, this is it. I believe. Yeah. First, the ke- horrible Kevin Spacey. You know how to play this. Ugh. Well, it's your night, Billy. And he got canceled for this I, performance, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's see what you got. That seems fair. So it's not bad enough that he is playing the harmonica, which is fine, but then he sings the opening verse. Kevin Spacey, I'm talking about. And Billy Joel sitting right there. This is where it gets really bad. Why is Billy letting this happen? It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. I would have rather heard Mr. Belding sing this. (laughs) There's an old man sitting next to me. And all these people are just as bad. I don't know if you guys, I know we talked about it, but. And these are talented. There's Tony Bennett looking confused. Where am I? What is this? Wait, don't they let him sing? They let him sing again? Or... Oh. He says, son, can you play me a memory? Why? <laughs> I'm not really sure how it goes. And it gets worse with these really talented people. They don't seem to care. And I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. I think that's boys to men. Yeah. And they're still not as good as they should be, right? I'm right. I'm right on this. Well, they used to have four members. That maybe the talented one left. <laughs> we liked this guy, right? Yeah, he's the good one. Right, he's the good one. Now it gets bad again. And he's still playing the harmonica. That should have been a, just a short gag. Oh, then Billy sings, right, and he's bad. Now John at the bar is a 
friend of mine. I don't know what's happening. I drink suffering. What, he started in the wrong key for himself? Oh, don't light up your smoke. Alcohol may have been involved. That's Natalie Maine. She's horrible, too. Look at this. It's like they're they're all not professionals. It's hard to... Look at, look at Tony Bennett, right? He doesn't even have a mic. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Real estate novels. Who never had time for a while. And oh he's talking with Davy, who's still in the Navy, and probably will be for life. <laughs> he does a salute. I mean, that's Josh Groban. He's amazing normally. That was awful. Is there another? Oh, that Leanne Rhymes, right? I think that's. Practice the song together, right? Just one time, right? He still brings it on the piano. This guy gets it. That's uh, Gavin DeGraw. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Get a leather fedora on. Yeah, who are these random people they're showing that clearly don't know the song? <laughs> Tony Bennett. He's not even. He doesn't even have a mic. I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. It's uh, just, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it, it's, it's ruining the sanctity of the song. Does it's, Tony Bennett not uh, sing at all? He never nope. sings. No, it's like that, that Japanese, though. What were we talking? It's like Della, uh, Della Rose. Remember where you're expecting her to do something and then she just doesn't do anything? Yeah, right. He, it's Simpsons. like that, whether you're if you're four years old or 87, this is what you do when you go on stage. <laughs> right. But they didn't even I, give him a microphone. I'm not sure why they didn't have uh, Pink is a big Billy Joel fan. I don't know if you know that. She's she's I, a big her her first concert ever was Billy Joel. She's from out from Philly, the Philly area. I didn't know went, that, but she's really talented and she she, she would have bought it. She would have had the respect. Leather Fedora, by the way. Oh, Billy, no Billy way. Nice. <laughs> like Billy Joel, shirt. not Gavin DeGraw. Now there's two cats in this. <laughs> um, I hope the cats get along. There's two Catalina. cats? I see one cat. <laughs> no, there's Catalina's one behind Oh, it. Catalina. Yeah. So <laughs> the, on the bed. I think because her name is Cat. And Mike and Mike Del Judas on one of his concerts that he did, uh, you know, during the pandemic, he was doing live on the porch. He was doing shows down from Sarasota. He Somebody asked him something about Pink. Oh, they, they asked him, like, who was the most talented, like special guest or whatever, something along those lines. And he said, pink, he said, pink was unbelievable that her singing was, was unbelievable. He said, she yeah, was it's, it's not just the singing. She's just like a major talent. She's cool. Yeah. She writes good songs. 
She's way, way cool. And um, yeah. yeah, I wish she's she was there. She's a big there. fan. Maybe we, can get, maybe we can get Pink on since he's a big fan. Maybe. I feel like, oh, you know what? I might. I, I used to go out with this girl that used to be in her band. Um, would be cool. I wonder for a long time. In fact, I got her the job. Oh, no, no. I got her the job in the Courtney Love Band, and then she moved over to Pink. So I get credited for giving her the job with Pink. Sure. Which is good. So maybe she owes me one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's make that that was her first concert ever. I, I heard her say that uh, I, the first concert she ever went to at the Spectrum in Philly for Billy Joel. Well, we'd love to have her, but unfortunately, we already went over the peas. So there's right. no place yeah, for her. Really to... so. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, let's call it a day, I think. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. It was so much fun. It really makes, obviously, Alana and I feel like, you know, we're like it's working you know like we're 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 doing it for the right reasons and we've met so many nice people again along the way which is great and we're all you know we love billy joel right what's better than that well you guys do and i am tepid about him but (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to teach dave we're uh, 105 episodes or so into this thing and uh, i think he's finally coming around would it be that great if we just sat there and praised him all the time is that an interesting podcast well, maybe for right. Catalina. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but that's not the way we roll. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. And I guess next week, Roberta. And then what's after that? Root beer rag? Roberta, root beer rag, Rosalinda. Of course, it should have been Rosalinda River died. of Dreams. But there's someone named Elon Altman <laughs> who doesn't seem to care to play by the rules. Yeah. Someone made a mistake. That was the one I did not know was the until I'm like, Alon, get ready for River of Dreams. Finally. And he's like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, you son of a. I was so angry (laughs) because I did. That was the one I did not see that that was a the. And quite frankly, I had no idea that Mexican connection is called (laughs) the Mexican connection. I just found that out yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, we missed Mexican connection. I hate you, Alon, so much that <laughs> I'm going to call the comedy seller and tell her that there was some jerk off on last night that doesn't belong there. Yeah, you're going to sabotage my career because of yes. <laughs> you deserve it. Everybody here knows it. Uh, anyway, have a great weekend, everybody, and a really happy Easter or Pesach, uh, whatever you celebrate. And uh, we'll see you next week on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Good night, Thank everybody. You. Thank you, guys. It's still rock and roll Though we don't play no guitar You rank them high, rank them low You may be right Big man on Mulberry Street Here on Billy Joel A to Z See you next week! I sure hope so!